Hello and welcome to another episode of the Abundantly Successful Show, the show for conscious entrepreneurs who have the deep desire to turn their passion to a successful and thriving business, all while making a huge impact in the, in the world. I'm your host, Kay Sanders, also known as the creator of possibilities. And our, our episode today is all about how we can master our energy to energize our business. And our guest expert today is Christina Smith. She's also the creator of the yoga for the, of the brain. So she's going to tell us all about how we can really, you know, master our own energy to really be more effective in our business. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Christina. Hello, Christina. Great to have you. Hi, Kay. Thank you so much for inviting me to be your guest. I'm so delighted to be here. And I'm so delighted to have you. Now, before we kind of talk, dive into the content, why don't you share with us a little bit like who you are, what you do, and most of all, why you do what you do. Well, I've been a self-employed entrepreneur for most of my career, so I definitely need to know what it's like to have to create your own business from the inside out. And that's why I wanted to be here to share some tips with your audience. It's so important to learn how to master the energy of your own life because really business success certainly comes from what we do on the outside, all the things we do, but it also, it's an inside job too. So I wanted to be able to share that. I've worked with people through my whole life. I've founded the San Diego Holistic Chamber of Commerce. I've been a freelance writer and I'm this founder and creator of the Subtle Energy Center, which helps create community for the people who work like we do with holistic oriented businesses. Okay, great. Well, I'll definitely look forward to you to pick your brain about, you know, the whole energy, you know, mastering our energy. So, I mean, why is this really so important to manage our own energy when it comes to, you know, being in business and those type of things? Well, basically everything emanates from you, whatever you're creating in your life, it started here first. So if we can learn how to know ourselves better and master our own energy, then we're able to push that out and to be able to offer our gifts to more people. Mm. Yeah. So you mentioned like, you know, the outer world and inner world. Can you maybe explain a little bit more like, you know, what exactly do you mean and how does that reflect to, you know, the success that we can create for ourselves? Well, life on, life on earth is there's us and who, and we're the greatest loves of our life and getting to know ourselves as well as we possibly can is a really important mission. Many of us who have come to have a business for ourselves who would be, who are in our audience, we, we all have come to some point where we have something we want to share from our heart, our minds and our soul. So that, so whatever that comes from, from the inside, from our hearts and our minds and our soul is the inside world. It's also kind of known as the mystical side, the inner side, what happens when we met, where we go when we meditate. The outer world is how our inner world reflects into the outside world. Like in your business, for example, it's what we do. It's our goals. It's how we interact with other people outside of ourselves. So that's what I mean when I say the outer world and our inner world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, um, how exactly, you know, how can we really create more success, you know, knowing like the inner world, the outer world, how can we create more success? Because I know so many people, you know, they, they struggle with the whole internal, the, the mindset. I mean, that's like my most favorite topic is like the mindset. So can you talk a little bit about that? Like, how can we create more success, you know, based on that? How we can create success based on our mindset. Mm-hmm. There are several ways. First of all, it's get to know yourself as well as you can. And that requires quiet time. Even if you only take about two minutes a day 
of quiet time where you just sit and be and perhaps spend a couple of minutes writing down what you're grateful for. That puts you into a mindset of gratitude. And many of us who want to be successful in our business are grateful that we have our gifts to share. So if part of our gratitude work is about how grateful we are we have we are to offer then that puts the mindset on the inside and out into the world that we would love to share this with you because we're grateful for the gift now one thing that i always learn because i mean i'm a big studier like from wayne dyer and stuff you know and they're like kind of like talking about like the outer world of also like what we're projecting as far as you know like the fears the doubts and those type of things that that also then is being reflected back to us so is that also what, what you mentioned also with the whole inner world and outer world well, yes, indeed. You're, you're, you're really right about that. Our fears and doubts, certainly they reflect out into the world. And they're something that we need to reflect on. And perhaps as we reflect on them and come to understand them better, or just accept them as perfect, part of the imperfectly perfect human that we are, it's one of our gifts. I mean, I have my fears just like you have your fears, and we all have our fears. That's part of what makes us human. The thing that changes everything is when we don't let them stop us. As, as the famous saying goes, we face our fears and do them anyway. I like to quote from Dune, the, the science fiction book Dune, that's really helped me a lot, which is, fear is the mind killer. I will face my fear and I will go through it and do it anyway. So to allow yourself to feel the fear and allow the motion, emotion to flow through you and then go beyond it, rather than to try to suppress the emotion. Once you try and suppress the emotion, it's going to pop up someplace else. Mm. So if you allow the emotion to be felt and let go, then you have the opportunity to move on through it. And I like, you know, what you said, like being like the perfectly uh, imperfect. I love that word too. Cause like, you know, like so many people that were trying to be perfect and I always say, you know, I'm perfectly imperfect. Like I make mistakes. And I definitely love that. So I, you know, thanks so much for, for mentioning that. I really love that. Now, um, when it comes to the mindset, you know, energy and stuff, I'm, 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 I'm assuming that the more crap we have in our mind and more, more limiting beliefs and those type of things, I'm guessing that also reflects in our energy. So how can we really, you know, really energize our business more, you know, on, on that, on those terms? Well, I, I want to answer that by going back to and commenting on your comment on perfection. Mm -hmm. I want to say that I feel like we really have this whole perfection thing wrong. We feel like we have to be perfect, like the item or the, the thought or the idea has to be perfect. And so many things don't ever happen because they won't be perfect, right? So we just stop and don't do it. I would suggest, and I would toss this out for all of our, our audience to experiment with, is what if we considered that the process was perfection? You know, it's such a big relief to know that every time we try something, we're being as perfect as we possibly can right now. Once we complete this level of perfection, then we'll, the next time we do it will be a new level of perfect. So that way, the stress and the shame of imperfection just go away because every moment is perfect and it's unfolding. And this is a way to manage our energy, to, to further answer your question. If we manage the energy that, say, perhaps perfection is in the process and we're always doing our best, and that kind of energy builds up and comes out through here. And we're not so terrified to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I believe like the mistakes is also what kind of like, you know, 
holds us back. I mean, I know like whenever we have those so-called failures, right? I, you know, I think that also makes us feel less energized to keep moving forward, right? So how can we really handle that? Because I mean, as entrepreneurs, we have to go through all kinds of different things. We have to go through ups, downs, lefts, right? I mean, I believe that being an entrepreneur is a wild roller coaster, right? So how can we <laughs> really manage, manage our energy, you know, properly so each day we can get up, you know, full energized, like, yes, I'm ready to conquer the world. <laughs> well, I would like to say that it's only failure if you call it failure. We can call it a learning experience. We can call it uh, an experiment. Most all inventions have come through a lot of different experiments to discover what hasn't worked so we can discover what does work. There's some kind of strange shame mindset in the American audience that if we, if we don't do it right the first time, we're a failure. And that's an impossible standard to hold ourselves to. It's just like the impossible standard of imperfection. Perhaps if we start our day with some gratitude for ourselves and our life for wherever it is now and all that we've learned and all that we love within it. Because you know, as the great people say, energy goes where attention flows. So if we focus on what's working, what we're learning, what we love, what we have to offer and put most of our energy into that to begin the day, then our life will unfold from there. So if, if we consider what I learned today is a huge success. Whatever, whatever I learned that I could record at the end of the day, I mean, I learned that this doesn't work so well. Maybe I'll try it another way tomorrow as I, as I review my day. Then that's not a failure. It's a learning experience, and it becomes energizing rather than draining. Mm. And I mean, I believe like, I mean, you can't know what, how to do something right. You know, if you've never done that, like you don't know how to create a successful business if you've never done it. So there are going to be, like you mentioned, lessons learned. I mean, I don't really believe in failure either because it's only going to be a failure if you give up, right? So if you're keep moving forward, it's really not, it's really just lessons learned what you mentioned and just keep moving forward. Now, how do you feel about, cause you mentioned like reviewing your day. So do you think that that's something, you know, entrepreneurs should do reviewing their day, maybe even celebrating their wins or what's your thoughts on that? You know, entrepreneurs are so good at writing their to-do lists. They become like a, a whipping post for some, for, for us to say, Oh my God, I didn't get this done. And so we pay attention to what we didn't do. But what if the end of the day, if we wrote down the to done list, or basically we can call it the ta-da list. So what if we record everything that we accomplished during the day? And once again, we're flowing the energy to what we've done rather than what we haven't done. Just these subtle yet very powerful shifts in our mindset and how we focus our energy can really shift how our lives reflect back out into the world and our business success reflects back out. It's, uh, success for each person is different and it will evolve over time. So perhaps we're striving for success by someone else's standards, or maybe we're just going to some standard that we don't even agree with that would be good for us. I would recommend taking some time to really sit in a, during a walk or a meditation or just writing about what does success mean to you? I mean, for one person, it may be being able to work four hours a day with enough money to go on, or for another person, it may be, busy, be, be being busy a week at a time and then taking a week off. Or for another person, it may be measured by influence and impact, and another person, it may be by income. It's very different for each person. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. And I like that you, you call it Tadalist? Yeah, the, t the, 
The ta-da list, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I like that, you know, because, you, you know, you're right. You know, oftentimes we do look more on, oh, I didn't get this done, I didn't get that done. And I think, I mean, that already puts us in a really rather, rather negative energy rather than like, oh, my God, I got this done today. And, oh, my God, I'm like, I'm a winner, right? Like looking at the wins that we've had during the day. I think it's so powerful. But, you know, one thing I really want to ask, you know, because, I mean, you said, I mean, you are, you know, the, you've done the, the brain, the yoga for the brain. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Like, what is yoga for the brain? Oh, my gosh. Well, yoga for the brain is kind of what we're talking about. You notice how we've spoken a lot about, about how we shift our mindset. And you know how yoga for the body stretches us and expands us? Well, doing yoga for the brain, like doing meditation or puzzles or acts of intention that apply to the brain can really help us not be so stuck in who we think we are and what we think we should do, right? Mm -hmm. So I practice yoga through the, for the brain for, through doing puzzles. And my, my books are all about yoga for the brain because they're profound philosophy and fun puzzle books. And it's so weird how I came across this. Now, I've done decades of research into science, wellness, and spiritual tools and techniques. But it wasn't until I was off to visit my brother in Denver one Christmas that I realized something awful. I was on the plane, I was at 30,000 feet, and I was bored. I had read the magazine because I had traveled previously in a month. I had done the crossword puzzles. So in true desperation, I considered the Sudoku. And my mind just went, Yuck, Sudoku, that sounds too much like math. I don't do that. But I was really bored, so I gave it a try, knowing I would be terrible. And yep, I was. So I got off the airplane, and my brother Rick picked me up, and he's a retired technologist, mathematician, and game designer. So, you know, I knew he'd be good at it. And of course he was. And he downloaded some puzzles for me while I was there. And as we dropped me off after our great visit at the airport, I was walking through the security line and I made a huge decision. I, I like to be able to shift my mindset like we've been talking about. So if I can shift my mindset for so many things, I'm going to teach myself to shift my mindset and learn how to do Sudoku. So I wouldn't chicken out. I marched right to the airport bookstore and bought a book of the 300 easiest puzzles I could do. So when I got back, I started working on them. And you know what really happened? It was so amazing. My mind set started to shift. And as I sat, some really profound spiritual information came to me as I was working these seemingly simple puzzles. So I realized that doing Sudoku was just like anything else that could be approached with mindfulness, and it was a form of yoga for the brain. Just like when you go to the, a store and you get a whole bunch of stuff to take home and you pack your car with more things that can possibly fit in it, that's a yoga for your brain too. You're solving a puzzle. So as we discover the biggest puzzles of our life, which are ourselves and getting to know ourselves better, we allow ourselves to have yoga for the brain through both thinking and not thinking help expand our consciousness and awareness. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. So basically, business in itself is a huge puzzle then too, right? It is. And there are a lot of different moving parts and they shift. Just like, mm -hmm. you know, just like aspects of our life. Because we may achieve what we thought was success and enjoy it and then realize, you know, that was okay. But you know what I really want now that I've explored that? I really want to go over here instead. 
So it, become, it becomes an ever-evolving puzzle. So how can we really apply that in our, you know, an, entre in an entrepreneur's like everyday life? How can we really apply the whole yoga for the brain to, you know, really overcome the challenge that we're facing, to really figure out what's our next step, how we're going to move forward with just, you know, doing these mind puzzles or like just the yoga for the brain? My, my number one suggestion is to start with gratitude and to begin to shift your focus to what's, what, what's making you happy, what you're grateful for, what's working in your life. That's a yoga for the brain to shift, of shifting from lack to abundance. When we shift to abundance thinking, then our world creates more abundance So because we're paying attention to it. So if all we think about is what we didn't do today, then we'll get more things that we don't do. If we start thinking about the things that we did do today that we're really grateful for, then we'll get more things like that. And that's a yoga, a stretching your brain from a way perhaps that it hasn't been thinking to a way it has been thinking. You want it to think. Mm. Okay, okay, so that's great. So do you have like some actual, like, you know, like can you share like an actual technique on how on that, well, so we, that we can do right now, like start right now? an actual technique that we can start right now mm -hmm. well it's it's in there i have five techniques in the free gift that i'm offering to our audience so they can start that right now and it only it takes less than five minutes a day and i would offer this practice is we've already kind of talked about it is to wake when you wake up in the morning start with the things that you're grateful for just jot them down on a piece of paper Write them in your journal or put them, make a section in the notes on your phone. Just one or two things. It takes less than a minute. And perhaps as you, you make your to-do list, put the things that are, do the two top things that are most important first. And the rest is all gravy if you want to do it. But just pick two things to do. Once you're done with your day, right before you go to bed, I find this really helps a lot, is to download your brain you upload the, with gratitude in the morning and then you're going to download your day with gratitude so you write down again one or two things that went well that you're grateful for check out your tada list and you can even start your next to-do list from their tada list of whatever you want to start tomorrow and the two most important things and so you're beginning your day by uploading you're uploading your day with gratitude and you're downloading your day with gratitude as you enter the, the other lifetime of dreams and sleep, you're setting yourself up with the opportunity to go to bed with the energy and intention of gratitude as you fall asleep, which is a lot different than watching the news right before you go to bed. It's a whole different energetic feeling. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't do the news. I mean, I don't do news in, in general, but like, I think like at night, oh my God, that, that would definitely give a lot of people like a lot of bad dreams. Now, one of the things that I like to do is like, you know, first thing in the morning when I wake up, I mean, I, ha I like to hit the snooze button, but while I snooze, I actually get into the feeling of gratitude. I mean, I usually fall asleep as well too, but I just get into the gratitude because I realized just doing that ever since I started doing the gratitude in the morning, I get up in a much different vibration than if I just, you know, rush up and get ready and, you know, rush, 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 rush. It, it just shifts my day. Like I start my day completely different. But, you know, one thing that I want to ask you though, like, so how do you really manage your energy? Like on, let's say you have a really bad day. I know like a couple of weeks ago, you know, I just had a really bad week. Like nothing was working. Mercury retrograde was really very challenging for me. So how can, you know, as entrepreneurs, we're going to have those days. How can we manage our energy on those days to be more in the flow? 
Well, we all have those days. I mean, everybody has those days. And it's, if you, if you assume, if you, if we work from the perspective, like we were talking about earlier, that this is perfect in my process, the perfection is in the process, then we go, okay, so this day was perfect in the process. It's Mercury retrograde. So what did I do? What did I learn? You know, focus on the learning, focus on the gifts, focus on the, the, what's working in your life. And then with the rest, okay, I just learned that it's good not to schedule more than five things in a row because it, we need extra time for it when I usually schedule 10. Whatever it is that you've learned that you can incorporate to make a next perfect moment is really good. Another thing is to remember to breathe. If you're having a bad day, just go, man, that was really bad. Inhale, exhale, and just kind of laugh at it if you can. There's always some kind of humor like, boy, am I really taking myself too seriously or what? You know, so just kind of lighten up on yourself because it's, it's going to be happening anyway. So how you respond to it is what you have control over. So your response to whatever is going on sets up for how, what the energy is that you bring to it. Mm -hmm. The third thing I would offer at, at the end of any day that's been busy, whether good or bad, is to take a little bit of time to do what's called earthing. And that's just to take your shoes and socks off and go put your feet in the dirt somewhere. And, and what that does, the earth naturally has electrons and protons that help us like drain out the energy of our body and, and breathe in the new nature of uh, energy of nature, which charges us up. So it naturally recycles our energy. Sometimes when you have a really bad day, we get all riled up on the inside with all that energy and it just keeps circulating and it can make for a really not rough night's sleep. An easy way to let it all go is just to go spend five minutes with your feet in dirt or your hands in the garden. Even if you just have a potted plant in your house, you can just stick your hands in it. But it helps to kind of drain out the energy and recharge you. Mm -hmm. So I guess, you know, using the, the plants inside the house, that's good for wintertime because I would not want to go outside during wintertime when it's cold. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's very cold. It doesn't have to be wintertime. And, and you don't have to do that. I, I just really feel that to be able to not take yourself so seriously and come to the moment where perfection is in the process, it's not an event. And each moment is for learning and for new self-knowledge. That brings the energy of mastery into everything that you do. Whether it's wearing a red clown nose or doing speaking at the UN, they're all equal. Yeah, I mean, I, one thing I like to do is, I mean, I like to laugh about myself. I mean, I make so many mistakes, even like on interviews, I stumble over my words. You know what? I don't care. You know, I mean, I, that that's makes that makes us human, right? When we make mistakes, when we stumble over our words and those type of things. And I mean, I've seen people that really try to be too perfect when it comes to, you know, releasing a video and, oh my God, I stumbled over my word. I got to cut that out. I remember I did a podcast many, a few years ago and I, I said that like, I took all my ums, all my stutters, everything. I cut that out. It took me so long to edit an episode. I'm like, screw that. That's taking too long. <laughs> But, you know, I believe that, you know, like you mentioned, like we got to see it as, you know, humor. We, we are humans, so we are going to make mistakes. And I think just looking from that kind of point of view, it also takes a lot of pressure off us. I know when I used to try to be perfect, oh, my God, that was hard work trying to be perfect. And you're never going to be perfect because you're never going to be able to get it completely perfect, right? Well, yeah, and there are a couple of uh, when we talk about perfection, perfection is like, 
it's, it's, it's an abstract. It doesn't, everything is perfect. Perfection is evolving. If perfection begins to exist, then it becomes stagnation because it can't get any better. And nothing in nature doesn't change. And so perfection means that it's absolutely perfect and it's not going to change. So it's just unnatural. Mm. That's why I stick with my mantra. I'm perfectly imperfect and I stand with it. <laughs> well, as are we all. And it's, it's, really be, it's really great to be able to laugh at ourselves and have a good time and, and just get over ourselves and how important we want to be all the time. I mean, we are important because we are souls evolving and we're sharing our gifts. That's what we do as entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And it's encouraging for other people to see us embrace our, our foibles. You know, we can laugh at ourselves. I know I've done plenty of speaking engagements where I, just like you, I stumble over my words. I mean, I, I do MC gigs for national con conferences and all of a sudden I'm going, eh. <laughs> but, you know, we just laugh at ourselves and, it, and everybody, you can just feel the energy in the room change. And it's a lot more comfortable and a lot more friendly and people connect more at the heart. And that's really the beautiful thing is being able to connect at the heart. Don't mm -hmm. you think? Yeah, totally. And you know what? That's really my whole thing with, with my show as well. I mean, shoot, we're going to laugh. We're going to make mistakes. Well, I mean, I'd rather listen to someone that makes mistakes that, you know, but if there, but there's light in there, there is, there's that energy in there. And I think that is so important with everything that you do is with your business. Like when you go on social media, whatever it is that you do, if you don't, if you're not authentically you, then I mean, people can't really relate to you. People can't really connect with you. And if you're trying to be too perfect, there is just, you're not, that's not authentically you, you know, that's, that's how I feel about it. So with my show, yeah, there are going to be mistakes. We're going to be laughing. We're going to be joking. But you know what? It's all fun. That's what I believe. <laughs> well, and that's, I mean, your, your show is called Abundantly Successful Show. So what makes you feel abundantly successful is probably different than what makes me feel abundantly successful, which makes everybody else feel abundantly successful. And the real puzzle for each of us is to discover what that is and then let it continue to evolve as you achieve that. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned early, like, you know, success, you know, every person defines success differently. And I really, I really like that because I know when I first started out, I thought, okay, I need to, success for me is like, I need to have an X amount of clients. I need to make X amount of money. And I really, I felt like, you know, there, you have to live up to that standard. You know, what, what other people define success. But then I believe, you know, that's really what was holding me back in really moving forward because I had a hard time moving up to that point because I had all that other, I just lost my pen <laughs> because I had all that other mindset stuff going on. And I, I see so many people that really try to live up to a certain standard, but success can be, Hey, if I can make an impact in one person's life today, that makes me feel successful. So I like how you mentioned that, you know, every person, they define success in their own way. Right. Yeah. And, so, and some days success be, may be like what I did this morning. It was going out and picking as many fresh blackberries as I could because they're ripe now. And that was like one that was on the top of my to-do list for the morning because they're only ripe for a couple of days, you know, a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So your, your definition of success can change day by day too. It could be business. It could be personal. It could be social. Uh, they're all important in our lives. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it all goes hand in hand. Um, I mean, Christina, I mean, is there anything else that we haven't covered yet as far as, you know, how we can really master our energy? Uh, I know we've covered a lot of great stuff already, but anything else that you think we should cover? Well, I, I just think that we really need to record our successes and really focus our energy on success, whatever we define that. So I just want to reiterate that because when we're abundantly successful, that's what we focus on. Exactly. You know, and, you know, I really like what you said here because, you know, how often do we really look at our success? You know, it's like what you mentioned, even with the to-do list, we look at what we didn't get done, but we also often look at, well, I didn't achieve this. I didn't achieve this, but there's a huge list of all these amazing things that we did accomplish throughout our lives, right? Yeah. So I would invite all of our audience to just spend the next week at the end of the day, writing down your ta-da to-done list, everything that you accomplished during the day from the smallest thing like picking fresh blackberries or making dinner or whatever it is, picking up your child at school to, you know, I got five new clients. They're all different kinds of successes, but just spend the last part of your day writing down your successes and what you're grateful for and just see if it makes a difference. Don't take my word for it or your word for it because you do it too. Mm -hmm. I mean, it works for us, but Will it work for you? Give it a try. Exactly, exactly. Now, thank you so much. You know, and you earlier mentioned you mentioned that you have a free, you know, bonus for for the audience. Um, would you like to share that? I would. It's called five easy brain boosting life hacks you can do in less than five minutes, and it's a free guidebook on my website. And it's five easy things, and gratitude is num- is one of them. Writing okay. down what you. So you can get that free three free guide on my website, which is get five the number five in five dot com. Get five in five dot com. Okay, and uh, how can how can the audience get a hold of you if they would like to learn a little bit more about you, or you know just kind of you know get in touch with you? Where can they find you? How can they reach out to you? My website is www.christina, That's c r i s t i n a Smith. S-M-I-T-H, christinasmith.com. If you put an H in my name, you won't find me. So it's Christina without an H, C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, smith.com. Okay, and all the links will be in the show notes. So just make sure to go to abundantly-successful.com. All the show notes will be in there. Also, the link to her gift will be in there as well. Now, you know, Christina, thank you so much for being here. It was definitely a pleasure having you and learning a little bit more about how we can, you know, master our energy to create more success in our life. So thank you so much for being here. It was definitely a pleasure. Thank you, Kay. Namaste to you and all your audience. Thank you. And I also thank you guys again, you know, for being here, for tuning in. I hope this was helpful today. I mean, you got to manage your energy, like with everything that you're doing, you know, because whatever, you know, is going on inside of here is going to push you out. So if you want to create more success, if you're really struggling right now, you might, you know, look inside and see what's going on. And I mean, she shared some really great tips about the yoga for the mind. And I really believe that business in, in general, our life in general is a big, big puzzle piece that we can, you know, try to figure out, you know, so I hope this was helpful. Make sure sure to go to abundantly-successful.com for the show notes, you know, also to look at the uh, previous episodes, you know, make sure to, uh, you know, like it, comment, leave a, leave a comment below this video as well. If you would like, uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. I'll definitely pass it on to Christina. If you have any questions about that. Um, thank you so much for being here. It was definitely a pleasure to have you listening in and I will see you in the next episode of the abundantly successful show. And I hope you have an amazingly abundant and successful day. Thank you.